podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. We have not had any major Mercury retrograde problems so far. Not but yet. That's because we're checking. Yes. Because we're checking. We are. It's because we're checking. Yes. Which we will continue Obsessively. to do. And we are keeping our mouths shut because it's in Gemini. And <laughs> we know what happens in Gemini. We just start talking, 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 talking. And we talk too much <laughs> and say too much. So we're going to hold back. Yeah. Bit. Last week's episode was very chatty. I loved it. Yeah. It, it was, was so fun. much fun. It was fun. I thought it was so much fun. It was. And we've got a lot of good questions for today too. Yay. We I don't know how we're going to handle our summer school thing when we are getting so many awesome questions and for the whole entire summer we will only have until when we record on June 19th. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the whole the whole thing to everything together. Put together those questions. Yeah. I know. If you think that you might have anything come up over the summer, ask now. Ask now. <laughs> or we could do like a special Patreon <laughs> bonus episode where it's just all questions the whole episode. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, all questions the whole episode. We can make it work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're using the same deck today. No, I I don't know where mine is. Mine hobbled away somewhere. It like wa- has legs and has walked <laughs> away. I cannot find it in its precious blue bag oh, no. anywhere. And I just, I need to. I'm using my pastel Rider Waite Smith. I thought Esther was too, but nope, she it's is Morgan using Greer. Morgan Greer. I don't know where my pastel went. I used it Morgan last Greer week backs. and laughter last week. Who knows where it it's went? It's probably in a bag somewhere but or at I work. I know. I don't think it's at work. I think it's in a bag. It was like hidden somewhere. And I just need to like gather all my decks <laughs> one more time and weed through them. So. I yeah, know. we always need to do that. I am trying to figure out. A, I mean, this is like constantly my problem. I say this at least once every other month. I'm trying to figure out a better way to store all of my decks. <laughs> I feel like I'm just not able to catalog them in the way yeah. that I'd like to with my current setup. Yeah, I need to go. Th- that's what I'll probably do this weekend. I will probably go through Excel spreadsheets, these decks, not like Rachel Terror Tibbet Ugh. 78, where she has everything dated, yeared, all the other shit. I'm just going to do basics like tarot, oracle, Lenormand, other, done. What we need to do is just make Rachel come to our individual yes. homes and do this for us. Rachel, can you get <laughs> Rachel, on a flight? You've, be... you've had your first vaccination. You're totally fine to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Not to Korea. I'll still I mean, make her she'll, sit she'll in the hotel. She'll still in two weeks. I'll just send her on my decks to the hotel. Say like, hey, can you catalog to these? the hotel? And then she oh can go God. back home after <laughs> two weeks and not even see you. At I know. Through the window, the through me waving. Hi, here's the brownies. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up on Korean, uh, Korean TikTok. What? what I, what's the word I'm trying to say? No, the like quarantine hotel room oh. Korean TikTok. <laughs> Specifically, specifically where people just like go day by day and show the food that they got yeah, while yeah. they were in it's, quarantine it's kind in of Korean really hotels it depends, it's kind country. of like prison food almost like literally like I had a friend it, sit there and it was sort really bad of. it was really bad <laughs> I mean I just feel like the US would do way worse about it like at least they're getting interesting oh, no. flavors <laughs> you need to go find Australian TikTok quarantine it's fancy now they're paying for it really it's like two grand you pay for it for two weeks, but it's like fancy shit that they're getting like coffee service to their room, <laughs> like a menu with three items you can choose from. Like in Korea, you just get like ramen oh, and like sad just, soup yeah. and like cold rice and stuff like that in Australia. <laughs> and like an apple yeah, and, and an apple. four bottles of water. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and in Australia, you get like your meal served like hot, like they'll knock on the door like immediately after it's warmed and stuff like that. So a pair, I was like seriously Ugh. considering there for a second, like, could I go You're to like, Australia for two to go weeks to Australia? and just turn around and come back? <laughs> I feel like I really want to do that. <laughs> It sounded amazing. Like this was, of yeah, course, back in I like mean, December. Depending on the view from your hotel room. And there was like yeah, concerts exactly. in the like little area, whatever. Yeah. In Korea, you get protests because they didn't want their uh, quarantine hotels near their neighborhoods. So. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Not in my backyard. It happens everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my God. How dare you be in quarantine? Yeah. There was one person who I like could not stop watching who got a job on the uh, on Antarctica. Oh, uh-huh. Like he was going to 
Antarctica to be stationed there for this job thing. And so he was quarantining in Australia before they flew to Antarctica, okay. which makes total sense. I don't know why that. Like, well, Antarctica is on New Zealand time. So that's why. Yeah. And they he posted everything about it, everything about his own experience. And like followers were like shipping fancier coffee machines oh to him and stuff. Gosh. They're like worried that he's not doing the right coffee. Oh my gosh. Anyway, what are we talking Quarantine. about? Quarantine. <laughs> we can't talk about tarot. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just said we're like everything. Yeah, Gemini, it's season. Gemini season. We're going to be too chatty. And then all of a sudden now we've been talking about quarantine quarantining chat. in Australia and Korea for the last five minutes. I know. Pick a card. Esther. <laughs> oh, it was my turn. I didn't realize my turn. Okay. Sorry. Morgan Greer deck today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Have fun editing this episode. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, the the um card is the Ten of Pentacles. I was almost like Ten of, of Flags, but it's not <laughs> Flags. Ten of Flags. <laughs> yes, so Ten of Pentacles. That's a really nice card for the day. Yeah. That's that super nice. nice. Thanks, Morgan. Or Greer. they're warning you, like, don't fuck up don't your legacy. Don't fuck up now. We're talking great. about quarantining. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, our first question from the episode is from Dr. Deer, and they ask, Hi, Holly and Esther. I've been listening to your podcast for the past year, and I absolutely love it. I completed my doctorate in mid-May, but I'm really struggling to make sense of this accomplishment. My doctoral experience was a horrendously traumatic one, and while there were some positive aspects, I am fumbling to understand what it means to have earned this degree under such horrible circumstances. And then they go into detail about the circumstances of their degree, but they were Horrible and horrendous and absolutely, like, disgraceful. Um, And then they go, and two, my field has essentially been paused since March 2020 because of my discipline's unique risk factors. While I have been lucky enough to be a finalist for several academic positions, which I know is amazing given circumstances, I have yet to be offered one. My movement through my field is especially complicated because it is fairly conservative, especially in university settings. And since I'm openly trans and queer, navigating this year's extra slim academic market has been a transphobic nightmare. I won't go into details here, but let's just say I'm having to prove and defend myself during campus visits in a way that my cisgender peers never do. To be clear, I know in my heart that I am best suited to to teaching in academia, and that's still what I want for myself, despite it all. I have national recognition in my field. I'm definitely qualified, and most importantly, I love it. If I'm denied entry into the field, it will be on account of my identities and not on account of my merit. I'm not asking whether I need to pack up and move on, at least not yet. It's too early for me to walk away from a future I've worked and suffered so hard for, and I'm still applying for positions as they open. That said, the question that has been ringing my head throughout all of this, both degree and job search, is at what cost? Um, I'm proud of my resilience in competing in completing this degree, but not so proud of what I forced myself to endure along the way. I'm utterly exhausted physically and spiritually, and I know that I have a lifelong healing journey ahead of me, not just from previous trauma and doctorate trauma, but also from the future trauma that will inevitably come from an academic career as the person I am. I feel broken and lost, and I would love some guidance from the tarot on starting to put myself back together in the weeks to come. So then they ask us questions. And I think these questions are excellent for us to pull just cards for instead of us having to figure out positions. So yeah, totally. So I'll just go over the questions first and then we can just do one by one. So my questions for you, number one, what meaning might I be able to make of my doctoral experience that will help me find peace? Number two, what does healing from the trauma of this degree ideally look like? And what can I do to best support myself in that process? I know you're going to recommend therapy and yes, I'm already in it. (laughs) Okay. We're Dr. Deer. (laughs) Dr. Deer. I love it. (laughs) Number three, how can I best keep my spirits and stamina up through the ongoing job search? And number four is not really a question, but they'd love a card of reassurance. And if they're willing, if we're willing to pull one for them. And of course we are as always, we love a good pep talky card. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We love a pep talk. Yeah. Yeah, those were really, really well-worded questions. Um, so thank you. For yeah, that. very th- well thought Dr. out. Dr. Yeah, Doctor Deer. Yeah, exactly. Very well thought out. Um, so question one: yeah. What meaning might I be able to make of my doctoral experience that will help me find peace? Okay, what meaning will help them find peace? Okay. But 
What did you get? I got court cards again. I'm scared it's going to be another all court card answer. <laughs> like last week. <laughs> well, I got the Ten of Swords oh, and a court card. Okay, I got the... Pa- I got the Ten of Swords and the Knight of Cups. Okay, and I got the Page of Rods and the King of Rods. Okay, that's pretty action-oriented. Yeah. Do you think reading them as a foursome would make the most sense or two pairs? I almost feel like two pairs. I think two pairs would make sense. So from my cards, with them both being rods and this being a passion, seeing the growth in this process with you, where you have gone from the page that you've, you love this, um, this doctoral like subject, you enjoy this topic and you're very passionate about it. And through this experience, you've grown from this newness to now being an authority. So seeing your accomplishment in this and recognizing that within yourself, while you, while it may be difficult for right now for you to celebrate that in the midst of all the trauma that's been going on, there's still to me needs to be that recognition and finding that peace. It needs to be, you need to accept that within yourself that despite everything that's coming up against you, that there is this immense amount of growth that has transpired with this passion of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And so for mine paired together, there's like the idealism with the Knight of cups. And I think that the other thing that you can take in order to find peace is understanding that the, a lot of the idealism has just been worn out and destroyed by that 10 of swords. Like that's okay. And maybe coming to terms with idealism being dead will help you find more peace about how traumatic and awful the doctoral experience was. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just are like your idealism has been crushed, but you also became a subject matter expert. Mm -hmm. You got better at doing the things that you wanted to get better at. And that's fantastic. Yeah. But the idealism, just the idealism and like, not hopefulness because I don't think that the Knight of, of Cups is hopeful as much as it is just like assuming the best almost. Right, right. That is gone. Right. And that's fine. You already know it's gone. So I think it's just confirming that like focusing on that lack of idealism, that lack of like ability to just continue moving forward, hoping for the best Mm -hmm. or expecting the best. I think not even hoping for the best. Maybe that's the thing about the night that I'm like struggling to articulate is that it's like, it's not hoping for the best. It's anticipating the best, like expecting the best. And that part of you is gone. Now you've learned that that's not something that you can rely on, but the subject matter expertise of going from what was it? A page, a page to a king. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I th- it's I think that with the knights it's like the rose-colored glasses are now off. Like the yeah. the idealism, that expectation that was there to begin with, you now see it plainly and really for what it is. Right, exactly. So then what does healing from the trauma of this degree ideally look like? And we'll just Yeah, we'll, we'll, just pull, we'll do that yeah. and then also what to best support is just one card at the end. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you're already in therapy about it. Yes. That is helpful. Okay. Bergen Greer, they are already in therapy. Please don't suggest more <laughs> therapy. <laughs> it's going to be like the Hierophant. <laughs> and all of all of the queens and Hierophant. <laughs> therapy. Yeah. You like yours? What did you get? I got the moon, which is to be expected. So it's going to be a long sort of like, I don't want to say a dark process, but it's going to be a kind of a wandering process, which all therapy is like. And the queen of rods. Yeah. Just for the. Just for the first part. How does healing, what does the healing look like? Okay. And I got the seven of cups and the three of wands. Okay. Which I really like that combination paired with yours Mm -hmm. because I think the moon and the seven of cups sort of mirror each other in some ways. Yeah, totally. you don't know what the healing is going to look like necessarily. So be open to a lot of different healing methodologies. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and you said you also got the queen of wands. Yeah. And, queen of wands. Yeah. Okay. So then the queen and the three of wands is also cool together because the queen of wands is so able to kind of like make decisions about how they want to do things. Mm-hmm. And the three is so much about long-term planning mm-hmm. that it's almost like understanding that healing is not going to be fast. Like you said, Esther, right. 
it is going to be something that you have to try many, many things Mm -hmm. in order to achieve that or not even have to try, but maybe like there are so many layers that exploring multiple methods of Mm -hmm. healing is going to be helpful. And you can do that if you sort of keep your eye on the long term rather than being frustrated if each individual item doesn't immediately make you feel better. Yeah. Um, but the queen being there makes it feel like there's that strength in order to accomplish that. Yes. Because the queen is so much more internal than the king. So it isn't saying like you have to go out there and stride and be a leader in this. You mm-hmm. just have to allow yourself to go through the processes of healing. Mm-hmm. And then like part of that is keeping an eye on the larger picture yes. and being open to new methods of healing throughout it. I love what you said about it being not necessarily like one methodology that you have many options open and keep those options open and, you know, trying new things that are different. And it's not just, you're not just like going down one specific path, but it's definitely like a long-term yeah. planning because healing is not like a linear process. It's up and down and there's right. going to be different paths and one method may work for this amount of time and then stop working. And so you need to explore different or options for this specific topic. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, their therapeutic methods or specific therapeutic methods can work for specific traumas. And then that means that you have to do multiple to address multiple traumas. Yeah, exactly. For the best support system for the process. I got the high priest. Oh, I haven't pulled yet. Just a second. Best support system. Ooh. Okay, fine. Oh my gosh. It's all apart. Three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I got temperance. The downside of counting. <laughs> yeah. Temperance and the high priestess, Ooh. I think, are great yeah. in the best supporting yourself through this process thing. Yeah. Because it kind of harkens back to the first question about, like, this taking time. So mm-hmm. the temperance is really indicating that it's going to be something that you have to find a way to balance. It can't... Healing the trauma cannot be everything it has to be a component of more general moving forward um which is hard because obviously we want our trauma to feel better immediately and i think that maybe that's kind of where the seven the moon and the seven of cups is coming into play too where it's like there this you have to be comfortable with sitting in the knowledge that this is going to take a while yes and so temperance is kind of reminding of reminding us of that and then the high priestess is also sort of reflecting the moon Mm -hmm. and the seven of cups in some ways because it is so internal and it is so much about like accessing your inner intuition and self Mm -hmm. uh in like the context of your higher self and your higher purpose and so i think that that is really neat paired with temperance because it's like you have to give yourself the time to do this work. It Mm -hmm. isn't going to be something that happens immediately. And if you can give yourself the time and energy to like, make sure that you have the stamina, which is part of your next question, but in a different context, like keeping your stamina of introspection is going to be like a really component, really big component and how to best support yourself through this process. And there's a really interesting, like internal external, thing at play here with temperance and Mm -hmm. the high priestess because the high priestess is very internal and temperance is i think of it a lot of times as too as that alchemical process where you're doing a you know combination of things to make something you're mixing things together to create something and so there's that interesting mix of being internal knowing when to go internal and then knowing when to act knowing when to do something knowing when to mix it up a bit so yeah totally Oh, I like these cards. For I do this too. Question. So good. Um, okay. Then how can I keep my spirits and stamina up throughout this? The job ongoing job search. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Job search, not the healing process, the job search, which is an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Although maybe we should also pull a couple cards for keeping the stamina up through the healing process, just because a lot of the healing process, process will like, impact. This the will job take search, a while. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start with the healing process? Because that's what we were yeah, just let's talking talk about, about. And then go into the job search. Yeah, let's do the healing process first. Okay. Keeping stamina and spirits up during the healing process. <laughs> it's not very helpful. But I got the seven of pentacles. And I got the two of pentacles. <laughs> okay. So it's just going to be work yeah. and balance. It's just going <laughs> to be Daily life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's going to be work and you can keep your stamina up by not letting the healing process take over your life. It needs to be a component 
of the consistent. And that's the other thing about the Seven of Pentacles is that it's like kind of boring. Yeah. It's like consistent hard work. Mm-hmm. There aren't breakthroughs with the Seven of Pentacles necessarily. It's just like putting in the effort. Yes. And then paired with the two of uh, coins, it's just like, yeah, just find a way to be able to do that and also do other stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Okay. Then job search. Okay. Stamina and spirits. spirits and stamina up search. Yeah. For this, I'll probably pull two. What did you get? You're making a huh face? Well, I don't know if it's a huh face or like a what else did I expect face. <laughs> oh, God. I got the Wheel of Fortune and the Six of Swords. Huh. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> That okay. is a huh face. You know, I, I think it's that to keep your spirits and stamina up that I think I've discussed, especially like early on in our podcast days, the Wheel of Fortune is my it's going to be okay card. It may feel like chaos now. It may feel like you have no control. It may feel like just the worst luck in the world is coming upon your shoulders. But one day somewhere in the universal future, it will be okay. And I think the six of swords is indicating that movement towards a healthier place where right now Mm. this, that chaos may be just kind of raining and it, um, it may not feel great, but you're heading towards a place that is better for you. Well, and also the Six of Swords has so much decisions in it, mm-hmm. like deciding to continue moving forward. And I got the Five of Wands and the Ace of Pentacles. Okay. And I feel like the Five of Wands is kind of like where like, all of this conflict is sort of happening. Mm-hmm. So keeping your spirits and stamina up is sort of like, Maybe more generally, the chaotic nature of the job market right Right. now, especially in academia. Like, I work at a college. I can't even tell you how chaotic hiring processes are right now because a lot of people put that stuff on hold Mm -hmm. or they're going back to searches that they thought were done or whatever. There's just so much chaos that you just have to be able to see how ridiculous it is without that telling you that it's like, not for you. Right. Like the chaos is sort of unrelated to anything that you're doing. Um, it stinks that you're in a field that's so conservative and so, I guess, confrontational mm-hmm. about your identities. Uh, and I don't, I don't at all mean to minimize that experience by saying that the conflict with the five of wands is like pointless and silly. Like that, I'm not at all trying to compare that to the transphobia you're experiencing or the trauma that you've experienced before. I'm just trying to really specifically connect it to just the chaoticness of organizational job searching. Right. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Of institutional job searches where it's like so many layers nobody really knows what the other people are doing Mm -hmm. and it's just chaotic. And that is the thing that you can recognize as being ridiculous. Yes. Because the trauma that you're experiencing is real trauma. Yes. So I'm not saying to ignore that, but I'm saying your stamina will be increased. If you look at the ridiculousness and how these institutions are handling the candidate search functionality. Yes. will make it so that it doesn't feel so like if, like you could change your behavior and be a better fit. Right. Right. Because you are, you are yourself. You're doing a good job. Yeah. (laughs) And we love you. Yes. The chaoticness that's so stupid and ridiculous is how other people are handling looking for candidates. Yeah. Yeah. And card of reassurances. Cards of reassurance. Yes. Cards of reassurance. Pep talky talk. Ooh. Talk. I got the seven of pentacles again. Oh, interesting. Four, five, six, seven. I got the three of cups. Seven of pe- yeah, I think so. I got the seven of pentacles and the five of cups. Okay, and you got the three of cups. Yeah, three of cups. Yep. So I think that maybe the pep talk is to just like keep doing what you're doing, celebrate small victories with your like intimate friends and community, mm-hmm. and maybe try to focus on that rather than focusing on what isn't going well. I do think that it's interesting that we have both the five of cups, which is 
three cops knocked over right. and two behind you still standing and the three of cups, which are three cups also. Yeah. So I think that focusing on being able to celebrate how hard you've worked will help with this whole process because you really have accomplished so much. Yeah. So rely on feedback from people who love you rather than feedback from institutions who are just fucking disasters and can't get their acts together yeah. to hire qualified candidates for reasons you know that we really have no control over yeah yeah celebrating your accomplishments with people who love you and surrounding you in this process and in your daily life like as you're healing and doing the work to overcome all this bullshit that's being thrown at you yeah exactly especially just like continuing in a field that is so political and like the ways that there's like petty arguments amongst faculty like once you're in a department it's not smooth sailing yeah yeah totally (laughs) so keeping your own community that is directly around you in mind and having them be the ones that you're getting the positivity from and that help prop you up when you're doing work that's going to be the helpful thing because like academia is gross in a lot of ways yeah like there are some really petty people who end up in positions of power and you have no control over what they do or think but they can completely make or break your career so making all of your feedback about your hard work come from people who love you rather than external Mm -hmm. like people who don't know you will help you go farther yeah i think so too Good luck, Dr. Deer. Keep us updated in the job search process. I'm apparently feeling a little bit burnt out from working in higher education. (laughs) Based on you just have more of that empathy going on with their situation. Man, it's like there's yeah, there's just I work with like I work I advise for 14 different majors and eight different departments. Mm -hmm. And the vast differences between departments is astonishing. Yeah. That some can function so well and some are just so petty, so petty, <laughs> so mean yeah. and so petty. And thankfully, my job isn't impacted by that because I'm just an academic advisor. Right. But like watching them interact so poorly, I'm like, you're an adult with a PhD and you're this petty and brutal to other oh. people. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, gross. I... So I'm not even going to name names. I can tell Esther some stories off mic. Ha ha. Demonize these like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're what are talk you about it later. And Esther left working in higher education. Yeah, also. I've worked in higher ed- education and at a private school in IT, and it's in a Christian organization, which has no, different God, layers. Yeah, I had to sign like a no <laughs> drinking contract, you know. So I've been to, yeah, those institutions stuff. All right, our second question is from Flustered in Florida. Uh, who we answered a question from a little while ago. Three weeks ago? A month ago? Three weeks ago. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. And um, she was asking about leaving her job. And we were like, you just have to do it. And so she starts by saying, and we, I think we got the tower. As yes, the we did. Yeah. We for so flustered in Florida, flustered in not Florida says me again, ready to fuck up my tower before it fucks me. Since last time I asked a question, I've been hard at work setting myself up to leave my job. I've been figuring out the finances, finding new income streams, generally setting the safety net up for myself before I jump. Well, that is as ready as it'll ever be. So all that's left is the hard part, which is where I'm stuck now. Once I tell my boss I'm quitting, there's no going back. I've made my mind up, but actually putting that decision into action is terrifying. I know I should tell my boss soon so I can help her find my replacement slash give her a little bit more time to prepare for me leaving. But I'm so beyond nervous, damn it. I need more Holly and Esther magic that read me for filth last time. How do I know when I'm ready to officially pull the trigger? Dude, you already are. When and how can I talk to my boss about it? Because of our personal relationship, she's essentially my mentor. I'm especially nervous about handling that part delicately and want to help the transition process. But I'm also scared if I tell her too early, I'll end up out on my ass sooner than I planned. Okay. Well, first of all, there is a quote. You're ready. I would like to say the quote from this. Well, that's as ready as I'll ever be. Or it will ever be. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You already know. Yeah, You're as you ready know. as you'll ever be. Yeah. And if you end up on your ass sooner than you've planned for, I mean, I feel like you've planned for like the immediacy of things and not like, you know. Yeah. And it's already in your brain that she could just, which also like if she's a true mentor, it would hurt more to be immediately fired, but also you would no longer have to feel any sense of concern Obligation. for her yeah. finding a new person to replace you. Like right. if that's the way that she acts 
to you moving on to something else, then is she a mentor or is she just a workplace like abuser? Yeah. Is, is, it, is she like, grooming she just, you for more work or truly? Yeah. Mentor? Yeah. Which is Sorry, we rant. have thoughts, apparently. Yet again, we have thoughts. <laughs> again, any mission-driven organization has the opportunity, especially if it's a small one, to make you feel like you are being valued. No company is your family. You're not family. Yeah, exactly. You're when not family. just people are expecting more from you and therefore have to trick you into feeling committed to them. You're not a family with your work proximity associates. No. <laughs> I was like, there's a restaurant like ad that says when you're here, you're family. I'm like, you even have to pay for your product to be family to them. So that's like, yeah, <laughs> that's not even like true and accurate. So and using that mindset of like, oh, we're all in this together only makes it so that you can be more manipulated by yes. people that you believe in. Yes. And I'm not saying that your boss is trying to do that. But I do think that if your concern is that she's going to turn on you and fire you if you give her notice, then that is already a situation that's not fantastic yeah well like i will say like in my previous job before i moved to korea my boss was fantastic he was like the most he was the best boss i've ever had in my entire life i adored him completely and i was scared to tell him that i was wanted to take this job opportunity in korea but i knew yeah. that he wanted what was best for me so he would right. it wasn't that you were scared he was gonna fire you or kick you out right it was that you you were I was leaving, yeah. you know, I was leaving a very close friend of mine, probably one of the closest people in my entire life. And I did not want him to feel like I was leaving him in because a bad spot, him. you know, or because of yeah. him or because of our friendship. Um, you know, and he was like, it, like, I told him like four months ahead of time, like I give him like a, like a four month <laughs> notice, you know, so he was, he didn't kick me out, you know, and I think that's a sort of difference where you know the people in your life who are true mm -hmm. friends and who will support you no matter what. And while this is scary, it will show their true colors as a mentor when this happens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That'll help clarify things. Okay, so do you want to start with time frame stuff or do we just want to talk about Okay, I feel like she already answered her own question for time frame stuff. Yeah, you're, you're ready. You're ready now. You don't need time frame stuff. You're no. ready now. You're ready to talk. It's how to do it is what you're <laughs> you're leery and apprehensive about. Yeah. So when we're not answering it, you already know when. <laughs> Ask someone Sorry, else. Florida. <laughs> No. Ask the Dwelly Chair group. It's you fine. Know it's now. <laughs> yeah. How do you talk to your boss about it, though? That we can answer. Okay. How to approach the conversation? Yes. I got the Ten of Wands and the Page of Cups. I got the Nine of Wands. And the Knight of Wands. I'm pulling like lots of wands tonight. What's going on? I know. Seriously. Okay. But the Nine and Ten of Wands both coming up is that you need to approach her with you. what your first question was about. You're yeah. completely overworked and overwhelmed in this role. Mm -hmm. And there's not really anything that she can do to change that. Yeah. So you have, what was your second card? The Knight of, of Wands. wands. Oh, so I feel like you're saying like I'm overworked I have persisted no matter what, but it's time for me to move on. Like the Knight of Wands right. is like already out the door. <laughs> yeah. The Knight of Wands is already out the door. And so are you flustered in Florida. You're already out the door too. And then the Page of Cups is saying like, I have this opportunity to do something that's emotionally more fulfilling and yeah. maybe we'll have the opportunity for more stability. And I'm too exhausted and too worn out to not do that. Yeah. Yep. This is not about like, I have this opportunity. I think the page of cuffs really is like about mm -hmm. emphasizing the opportunity of leaving. Yeah. And then the exhaustion of being there. Right. And then I'm 100% sure that she'll understand. Probably yeah. she must. Cause you've, you've already had conversations. Of, if I remember the other question correctly, you've already had conversations with them about the work environment and how they haven't been able to support you in that. So yeah, like, they're very well aware of the work environment they've created. Exactly. Exactly. There's no two bones about it. Is that the saying? I don't even know. I have no idea. That was the first time I've ever heard that maybe, sentence. <laughs> like, Holly, what are you doing? Maybe we should do a little, like, pep talky. That's what I was thinking. Like, what to remember while she's, like, for me, when I'm going through these stressful situations, it's always good to have, like, a 
either a card or a short phrase or something to remember as I'm in the chair. Of, yeah. Yay, sacred creator. Sacred creator for Yeah. Me. You know, like as I'm in the chair thinking about shit, like trying to tell her, like having a phrase or a card or something to think about as my yeah. like planting grounded Touchstone. point. Yes. Yeah. Through the conversation. Point. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll pull a tarot card and Holly can pour pour can pull I'll pour so many soul cards. So many what is this called? Sacred, Sacred Creator cards. cards. Sacred Creator, yeah. Okay. It's a pep talky. I got overrate your intuition, Ooh. which is perfect because we're just yelling perfect. at you about how you already know it's time to go. Exactly. You need to overrate your intuition. Don't second guess it. Overrate your intuition. Your and right. Yeah. And I got the Knight of Pentacles, which is that forward moving yeah. knight. And you have already you, you have to recognize that you've already made these plans, already, and these steps. Exactly. You've already done all yeah. the hard work and you're already out the door. This is just yeah. the last point to tell her that, sorry, I love you as a mentor of mine, but I have to go. I have to go. This is my chance to go. Overrate your intuition. Yes. Say, I know that this is the t- this is my time. Yes. Yes. That was good. Oh, flustered and flattered. Wow. Yay. Good luck. You yes. got this. Totally. And of course, send us an update because we love our updates. So we do love our updates. We love our updates so much. They're so fun. There was a hear. really sweet thread in our Facebook group this past week of um, Glam Tarot. Oh, dang it. I forgot their username. <sighs> Glam Tarot. Because we read for them when they were asking about taking their drag full time like months ago. I don't think that I saw that. Queen of Glam Tarot. You didn't see that? Oh, yeah. There was a whole thread. Is that Patrick? Yes, Patrick. So they had they had said, hey, have you had a like a reading from the girls? And, you know, what has the results of your readings been? I got a reading for my um, drag, like taking my drag professionally or I forget exactly what that post said. I remember that question. Yeah. And so and so, yeah, yeah, it was about that. And so there was like a couple of people in the responses there. That was so nice and sweet. So, yes, that, that was Queen of Glam Tarot. Cela Bohem, I believe, is Patrick's. Um, drag stage name. Oh, so good. I love it. I love updates. Me too. <sighs> All right. So this week we were talking about the Lemaire Oracle cards, which on their website they called the BU Affirmation cards, but on Amazon they just call Lemaire Oracle cards. So <laughs> it is unclear what the specific title is, except for the box says BU Do You For You from Lemaire. Yeah. Holly messaged me. She was like, You want to do the Lemaire deck? And I was like, What's a Lemaire deck? Like, Who? what's the. Yeah, exactly. And she was like the big deck. And I was like looking for the largest deck, like Gorgon Tarot's, you know, size. No, it is big though. It's like four by four inch square. So maybe that's our first item of feedback is just the naming is inconsistent. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) The Lemaire though is a planner uh, and associated (sighs) items company. So it's like a, it's, there's planners, there's different inserts, stickers, stickers, great tapes, all sorts of things that Esther is just completely I'm like, oh, I love, I, I am a planner geek so like i am a planner failure when i ordered this deck i ordered like two packs of stickers like yeah exactly like say my stickers please i want stickers so it's uh focused on the founder kate's favorite productivity techniques and then it's also paired with this very specific sort of like pastel and floral and greenery and gold aesthetic Mm -hmm. so it's like a very specific beautiful planner aesthetic and so there is this oracle deck that has been created to sort of be associated with that same vibe yeah um and this is what claire what kate says about the deck so she says did you know that there are fifty thousand thoughts we have that of the fifty thousand thoughts we have each day 80 percent of them are negative and reside in the subconscious i don't know that that's yeah i had no idea but people can say whatever they want in their copy (laughs) Positive affirmations can transform your thoughts so you can create the reality you want. BU Affirmations card set is your perfect motivational tool for creating greatness every day. Select from a set of 40 beautifully illustrated cards with inspiring affirmations. And then she gives a whole bunch of options about what you can do with them. And I'll tell you how I've been using it because I've had this deck for probably about a year. You've had it longer than I have. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it for about a year. And so we'll go through what she says people might want to do with it. And then I'll tell you what I've been doing with mine. So 
Add one to your in your planner as a reminder, like use it as a bookmark. Pin some to your inspiration board. Write down examples of how you enact that affirmation in your life. Make a wall collage with selected affirmations and change them every week. Choose a unique one each day and rewrite it 10 times in different colors or styles, which is very fun. That sounds really cute. Um, Stick one to your mirror, look yourself in the eye, and say it aloud until it feels genuine. <laughs> they would never start um, to feel genuine, to be honest. No, you're like, I couldn't <laughs> Is do this that. English anymore is what I would be asking to myself. Yeah, you're like, is that how you spell the word sacred? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sacred? Sacred. 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 <laughs> Sorry. So what I have been doing, I think what I must have gotten it right at the very beginning of the pandemic. So like last March, March mm-hmm. of 2020. And what I have been doing is selecting one card intentionally, like okay. for the one that I feel like I need to hear the most and okay. then putting that in like a little acrylic card block. Oh, so it's like right there on my desk, right next to my computer screen. And the one that I had had up for a really long time was the slow progress is still progress. I'm doing the best I can. Okay. And I put that up at like right as soon as I got it. And that was still the one that I had up when I was finding this deck in order to uh, do stuff for reviewing. It. Okay. Because it was just, a, it's a pretty card and also a meaning that I really, really needed. Oh. So I was not pulling a card randomly. Okay. I was selecting individual messages that I wanted to hear. And the cards have sharp corners. Yes. Like they're not rounded. So I do think that it serves really well as like a little piece of art. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, I, it feels weird to shuffle it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I've been based. I've taken this to, I've had, okay, I'll start again. I've had this deck for, <laughs> I think like four months, five months, maybe three months, something like that. It's been, it's been a handful of months that I've had this deck <laughs> and I took it to work almost immediately and had it on my desk. So in the morning when yeah. I, cause I'm usually the first one to go to work cause I'm the, always the early one. Um, and I would pull a card and put it on, I have like a little tray, um, like book holder sort of thing that I'll put it like snugly in so I can like look at it through my day or whatever. Usually yeah. I'll like overhand shuffle and like do my sh- like seven card sh- shuffling method. Um, but then one card kept coming out and I was mad at it. So I put it back and t- took another card. So <laughs> it might, the card, <laughs> card kept coming out. I trust the timing of my life. Everything I want comes to me Rude. exactly when I need it. I was Rude. like, excuse me. No, Rude. it doesn't. <laughs> I demand it immediately. <laughs> so, yes, but I do, I do think that both of our methods for using this are interesting because both of us are using it at work. And yes. I think that the reason that it works so well as a deck for work is that it does look like little pieces of art mm-hmm. and it is not overtly religious. Yes. So it feels like a really good balance of having an affirmation that's pretty and subtle and yes. not super noticeable or like very woo woo that mm-hmm. you can have in your workspace. Exactly. For you to utilize without it having to be like a conversation starter with other people. Cause yeah. it just looks like a little like piece of positive art yeah almost. exactly yeah and, that, and that's why i like it i mean my co-workers i mean my co-workers are trying to push me to do a whole di- entire day of tarot for a camp <laughs> yeah that's like true. already it's not really a problem so it's not yeah situation. so like for me it's not necessarily like a worry about like ex- like showing tarot or things like that but for me it's like very aesthetically pleasing and very soft yeah and yeah like i don't have to worry about like being super spiritual like in my day this is just a normal everyday sort of thing and I like that it's perfect for it yeah exactly exactly it doesn't necessarily require as much like introspection yeah. and assessment as uh-huh. pulling a tarot card would um, or pulling a more esoteric oracle card where it's like something that has like an animal on it or something that you really right. have to dig into. And, and I think sometimes we place so much importance on like the spirituality aspect of, you know, pulling cards or whatever. And I'm like, sometimes I just need an everyday card to help me get through the day without screaming at somebody, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. So exactly. yeah. Which is one of the reasons why this does feel like it's kind of appropriate for anybody because mm-hmm. it's super accessible. There isn't like any God talk in it. No. that might make people feel Strange. I know I, when I find an Oracle deck that talks about a singular God, I'm often like, well, that's kind of exclusionary. Right. Yeah. For me. Just say the universe. <laughs> Just say the universe. Yeah. It's fine. 
That's vague enough. Exactly. So, but I think that you could give this to somebody who has never mm-hmm, done totally. anything with cards before. Like I could kind of envision it being part of like a appreciation gift with like yeah. a nice candle and some fun teas yeah. or something. Cause these are like totally not like you said, like Oracle ish even. So this could be like a positive thought for the day that someone pulled like that. They don't have to pull. Like you said, like just look at the card that find they one find that one they good. like the most. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, exactly. I like this over here. And you know, stuff like that. So. I do also think it's worth noting that the backs are blank. So yes. if you wanted to give these to people, like intentionally yeah. give a single card, you could write a cute little note on the back. Totally. And then just give it to them as like a little note, like a little affirmation piece of art. Yeah. Thought of you today note. like this. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, since it's an Oracle deck, there isn't really any structure to it. It's pretty free flowing. Yeah. Um, and you can find it on the La Mer website, but also on Amazon and probably other places too, like yeah. all of the main booksellers. So it's pretty accessible. You can find it basically anywhere. Um, it is a 40 affirmation deck. It's on 350 GSM paper and each card is four inches by four inches, which we mentioned. So they are pretty substantial. Four inches is almost the same height as a regular tarot deck, but square. So it's also really wide. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it has a magnetic one piece box that fits them all very nicely. And also is aesthetically pleasing. It's like a light pink with mm-hmm. some swirls. It's, um, it holds up like traveling because I've taken it from work to home, from home to work. And, you know, it's nothing's fallen out. I should say that much. Yeah, it's not like a totally. ribbon enclosure that kind of unties as you take things back and forth. <laughs> Magnets are so helpful. <laughs> I appreciate a magnetic closure. Science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there isn't really cultural stuff because there aren't really any humans in right. it. There's a couple of like artistic renderings of faces, but it's all sort of like line drawings. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting because it is not all one art style. No. So there are some cards that have animals. There's some cards that have the sky. There's some cards that have gold uh, letterpress of the moon and mm-hmm. hands and stuff like that. There are some that just have greenery or some that just have flowers. So it's really all over the place. Mm -hmm. but not in a bad way. It still feels cohesive because um, the font is the same on every card. And it's, I feel like this is sort of a disparaging word and I don't mean it to be disparaging, but it feels very like girl boss aesthetic. in some ways. I don't want that to sound like I'm disparaging it because I know that people use that to like shit on basic or chuggy stuff. I don't mean it to be, like that, I think it makes it more accessible to more people because there's like a very clear aesthetic viewpoint right. throughout the whole deck. It, there's enough of a variety I noticed with the empowering statements and the reflective statements and yeah. things like that. So there is a variety. You're not just getting like, you're the best. Do your work today. Hydrate. You know, there's not like that yeah. sort of like. Um, you need a hydrate card. You do need a hydrate. But, you know, please make it gold inlay. You know, that's all we request for your next edition. Exactly. Some of the cards have this beautiful, beautiful gold so letterpress moon situation where I'm like, I want a whole entire deck of that. I want that on my body. Can we just gold inlay on a tattoo on me? Can that be a thing? I know. Exactly. <laughs> if only. If you only. would if it were possible. It's true. It would. Immediately. I think just like going straight into the favorites would be good for yeah. giving examples. Of exactly. The varying, I think so. Uh, card so Esther, you go first okay i am just going to get out of the way the monstera cards because all three of those are my favorites so they're <laughs> i love the monstera there it's like a it's not even like a stark white it's like a creamy white background with various monstera's like leaves on them and yeah one says the universe supports me in every way the next one says i go with the flow and feel my connection to the stream of life and the last one, which is my favorite, I'm in perfect balance. It has just a giant, beautiful leaf on there. A gigantic, beautiful watercolor monstera. It's so pretty. So you, you th- those are the th- three that I look forward to the most. Not because of the saying, but because I really love yeah. monstera leaves. <laughs> the sayings are good, too. The sayings are good. But I really like the artwork. Um, Holly already mentioned this card, and it is one of my favorites. The gold inlaid moon cycle with two hands... Um, surrounding oh, yeah. it. It has like a nice, like chocolate creamy, not chocolate, um, coffee. It feels creamer. mauve. Like yeah, a mauve. Yeah. Mauve. Yeah. 
and it's I am deeply loved by the universe and I think that's great I the universe is mentioned a lot in these cards and I think it's that sort of replacement for like God or you know the external yeah. whatever is going on so I like that personally because Me I too. like the universe well, because that aligns with our beliefs yeah, exactly. exactly I love that card it's so pretty so it's a line of the moon cycle with two hands kind of like gently oh. surrounding it but it's all gold and shiny and the text is shiny and we're magpies yes we are down to it but i share that favorite yes you. and then these next three i really really like because of the sayings not necessarily the artwork may, may or may not be my favorite but to me this is more of the sayings that have popped out so i am safe to be my true authentic self mm-hmm. i like that reminder a lot because and it's beautiful because it's like a woman doing a yoga pose or a meditation pose and in her body is sort of the galaxy. Yeah. And behind her are these simple line drawings of poppies or some sort of wildflower. Mm-hmm. And it just has like both the personal and the universal sort of feeling yeah. of peace. It does. I really like that one a lot. And then I trust my inner voice, which is basically just like a watercolor I on a like a piece of paper like a, canvas. Yeah. You know and I mean? it looks like a starry night over a forest. Oh, it's so pretty. And it's just so dark and like peaceful. Yeah. It reminds me of like a winter night if you go outside and it yeah, snowed a bit. Totally. Totally like that. And then my last favorite is I do not have to prove myself to anyone. And it has like a line drawing of two faces <laughs> with a heart behind it. I do not have to prove myself to anybody, especially myself. I should put that below, especially yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, you so. could totally. This is absolutely the cardstock that you could write on. Totally. Sure. Yeah, totally. So I love that idea. Yeah, those are my favorites. So what are your favorites? Awesome. So I also loved the I'm deeply loved by the universe one. The slow progress is still progress. I'm doing the best I can has been such a stalwart for me Mm -hmm. throughout the entire pandemic. So I have to love it. Yes. It basically is like a watercolor poppy. So it's a really simple art style. But the message has just meant so much to me over the last 18 months. Yeah. Um, I also really love the universe is filled with endless opportunities for me mm-hmm. because it has this really beautiful sort of multi-layered watercolor sky, yeah. but with constellations in the background. And it sort of reminds me of compendium of constellations, mm-hmm. the original one, but a more wide view of the sky. Yeah. And it just does feel really unlimited um, in the artwork because it gets darker as it gets farther away. And yeah. it's just so pretty. I also love the today is a sacred gift from life card because it's oh, yeah. another one of the gold ones. Uh-huh. So this has a moon sort of on its axis with the sun above it and then more gold hands, more stars. And it's just so pretty and shiny. Yeah, I almost, <laughs> I, I almost had that one as mine. So I'm glad you pulled that one. And I also yeah. And I also think that the message is really important for me when I go through like hard days just mm-hmm. to remember that like each day is kind of a gift. And I think with all the loss that all of us have suffered over the last two years or three years, it's just like helpful to be reminded that we are lucky to have each day that we have. Yeah. It's so cheesy, but it's true. Yeah. Um, I also really love the, I live in the paradise of my own creation card. Cause it has oh, yeah. this sort of light, light green background. And then all of the images are just different wildflowers. So it's like, poppies and lupin and lavender mm-hmm. and it looks like it is sort of from the first stage of growth on the far right to a more advanced stage of growth on the far left yeah and it's just really cute and i love line drawings especially of floral things so right i just am super into it oh, yeah. and then last but not least i just like the image on this so much i kind of want it on like a shirt or something okay and it says i find love everywhere i go it's all around me oh yes yes, yes. and it's a I face love this one. And then a watercolor heart sort of behind the face to uh-huh. give the face a little bit more structure. But also the face is just like eyes sort of closed mm-hmm. and it's just really a cute little face. It's so peaceful. And I love the peacefulness. Yeah. And the finding love everywhere I go thing is really beautiful. Yeah. Too, so. I like that too. I just, I just want this to be on a bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little tote. Do you have any ha cards? I have one ha card. I- and I, I want to know what it is because I do too. Okay, well, I don't know if this is like showing Esther's shadow work or not. So we'll see. Because this one also was one that kept coming up and I kept being mad. And I was like, this makes no <laughs> sense. And I even messaged Rachel about it one night because she was the only person up. And I was like, Rachel, this doesn't make sense. What's going on? Or whatever. So 
It's really pretty because I really want to like it. But I I have feelings, Holly. So that's why it's a hunt card. I've got feels. So okay. the universe totally supports every thought I choose and think. Esther, literally, that's my hunt card, too. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm like, first of all, what? what? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that cannot possibly be true. Is this, first of all, a sent, first of all, is this a sentence? Structurally? No, it is not. Okay. Second no, of all, it is it a is sentence. A, it is a sentence. Why would the universe support everything? Why, I think exactly. And That's what I was. I was like, this, <laughs> I'm like, wait, is the unit? Is it saying that the the negative thoughts that I have are the universe true? Supports the universe them? supports exactly. That? Yeah. I don't oh understand God. this. Esther. And then it has a beautiful blue <laughs> whale with the universe in it, which I love. But I'm just like, the universe does not. I fucking hope the universe does not support every thought I choose I know, to think and I believe. Know. I hope not. Every thought I choose to think and believe is not constructive. <laughs> every thought that I choose to think and believe often is something that I need to battle against because it's right. my brain lying to me. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm, I'm like. Wait, maybe I do. What? What way do they mean this? Like, I need some clarification because, like, are they okay, supporting totally the negative agree. stuff? Like, that's what. It's like, I don't think the universe supports that stuff. I think that it's intended to support like the positive, the thoughts, positive stuff, the, the positive stuff, the beautiful things that we think about ourselves and our life and things like that. But I'm like, am I inviting all this negative stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what the other cards all indicate. This is right. the only one that's like. Everything you think is right. It's doom and gloom. What's so weird? I know. I know. So yeah, I was. I was just very like. I'm sorry. I don't know. Sometimes I can't control. I guess I'm happy for the creator of this deck that they don't have intrusive thoughts. Congratulations. It's like, that was a sassy it, maybe it Holly. does say way more about our own brains. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I'm so jealous that this person never has intrusive negative thoughts. Like, Jesus I know. I'm just like. Every thought that I have, like, I'm just thinking about, like, oh, How? man, my farts smell really bad. Like, the universe supports that thought. Like, Yeah, the universe is like, yeah, when your partner asks you to look at something on their back and you squeeze just a little bit too hard because you're feeling a little bit sassy, somehow the universe is also supporting that instinct to be a tiny bit mean. Like, what? I know anyway. <laughs> it just maybe I was just like this is our own shit <laughs> it is I'm like I guess this is exposing our own shadow work we need to deal with like our own negative self no because how <laughs> self-absorbed would you have to be to really think that the universe supports every single thing you think like the universe doesn't have time for my bullshit <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, no. the universe is like come talk to me when you've gotten through whatever you're dealing with then we can talk Anyway, anyway. <laughs> let's pull a card for our relationship with the deck. I do think, okay, with that being said, I really like almost every single card yeah. in this deck. Oh, this yeah, is totally. The only one that I get, and I'm like, what the what fuck? The fuck are you talking I, about? Exactly. This is the one I've put back because I'm like, I don't understand what you're trying to English at me right now. Like, literally. I'm like, I cannot <laughs> yeah, parse exactly. this at this very moment. What put does it away. this mean? <laughs> That's hilarious that we both pulled the same one. That's so funny. All right. What's our relationship like with the deck? Oh, this is kind of sweet. Whatever I choose to believe becomes true for me. But again, oh, yeah, hopefully this is just positive stuff. <laughs> believe about. But yeah. I guess that's the point. Yeah. You have to believe the positive. It's an stuff affirmation deck, not a negation deck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my card get? is the one with the, it's a pink background with a unicorn on it. And it says, ah, yes, creative energy surges through me and leads me to new and brilliant ideas. Well, it better get on working. It get better get working. Cause we're going to have a fun summer ahead of us. Otherwise. I know. And also we have to stay on after we're done recording. Cause we have to talk about some business. Ooh, oh yeah. That was our only announcement. Oh, if what? you are a Patreon supporter at the $15 a month level, our gifts go out for $15 a month level in August. Yes. Um, we sent out some communication about this last year, but basically it was getting too complicated to do it like at the three month mark. So right. we're doing all the gifts in August. So if you supported us for three months at that level throughout this whole year, even if you're not still currently supporting us, August is when you can expect your gift. Yes. Um, so that does mean that if you're interested in the gift now is three months before August. Yes. So if you would like to get a gift from us, 
you can support us on Patreon starting now. And then you'll have June, July, and August to be your three months of support. And you'll get a gift in August. It's going to be freaking great. And make sure if you're already supporting at the $15 a month level that you are checking to make sure your address is correct. Yes. Because I still have somebody from last year who never <laughs> gave us an address. Uh, so yes. it could be complicated. Yes, but please. now's your chance. If you would like to get a gift from us in August, start supporting us in June at the very latest. You can get access to this year's gift. If you start supporting us later than that, you'll probably have to wait till next August. But we have some really cool, fun ideas for that gift. So yes, yes, we yes, are yes. excited about it. But we just totally. want to give everyone the heads up. You can't expect it in August. <laughs> totally. And we just uploaded, we've just finished communicating with Kazaya about getting access for our patrons to their Insight Timer um, tarot wisdom course that they talked to us about. So that email will be going out very soon with how to access their course. And exactly. It'll be so much so fun. So much fun stuff going on yeah. on Patreon. We appreciate all of your support so much. Yeah. Totally. And that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including our form that you can submit questions with, and also a place for you where you can donate to us on a one-time basis if Patreon doesn't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> and also tell your friends about us and rate and review us. It helps us grow. And as always, we really appreciate your so amazing much. positive reviews. Exactly. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. We also have a Redbubble shop with merch for everyone that we're going to be adding some new merch very soon, as well as a Discord that is hopping and popping because so we fun. have so many new like areas and sections that have like nice specific conversations. So it's just so much fun. <laughs> So much We're fun. learning a lot we about are. Patreon or about Discord. About Discord, yes. Technology. Who knew? <laughs> exactly. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We, we love, love you, you so much. So much. Don't talk as much so as we much. do. Remember, Strud and Renai season. No one wants to hear your bullshit. Okay, bye. Love you. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. <laughs> love you, bye.